Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the show This is your girl, Delirious Diva of Blog Talk Radio And forgive me, my voice is kind of um, kind of in and out The weather's been kind of crazy here in Virginia So <laughs> if it sounds like I'm a little hoarse It's because, you know, the weather's crazy It kind of gets to you So I just wanted to let you guys know ahead of time But nonetheless, welcome to the show, and thank you guys so much for tuning in, if you are. And shouts out to all of our live listeners, as well as to the rest of you who will be playing back this broadcast. We certainly do appreciate you guys so, so much, and thank you, you all, for hanging in there with us. We have been around for such a, well, I can't say a long, long time, but a good while. And so we are always thankful, always thankful, no matter what, for the love and support that the broadcast community as well as um, the publishing community and as well as everybody else that, that, you know, do take the time to tune in to our program here. We absolutely thank you guys so, so much. We could not be here without you guys. And so with that being said, today's show is all about a young and I guess you could say, you know, he's kind of staked his claim. He's kind of made it known that he's out there, but he is up and coming. He is new. He is fresh. And um, uh, we can't wait to bring him on to hear what he has to say, hear all about his life, how he got started. But, you know, um, I guess, you know, when you think about the world of entertainment and, you know, the movies that are out there, the TV shows that are out there, there's so much going on. There's so many doors now that have opened for young actors and actresses alike. And, you know, our special guest, our featured guest is one of them. So let's go ahead and welcome in our featured guest, actor, model, and spokesman, Mr. Aaron Bell. Hi, Aaron. Hey, how are hello. you? Good morning. How are you? Good morning. And I do apologize. I, for some reason, thought that you were in D.C., um, but you're in California. Yes, I moved to California. 
Okay. <laughs> I do apologize. I know it's early. And like I said, I used to live in a Vegas, so, uh, you know, <laughs> the time is totally different. Um, but I do, you know, again, that's oh, that's crazy on my part for, you know, kind of scheduling you for 12. But nonetheless, it kind of gets you up early, kind of gets you going. So, um, Not a problem. I'm, I'm up anyway. <laughs> well, you know what? How long have you? Well, um, I know that you were born in California, but have you always lived in California? Not to this point, no, I have not. Okay. Um, you know, before we kind of get into all of your TV credits and things like that, kind of tell us how you got your start and. Um, what was your first role, and what was it that really spoke to you that said, I really want to do this full-time? Great question. Well, before I was an actor, I was a model. And before I became a model, I um, had a downfall in my life. And um, me and my friends thought modeling would be a good way to try to impress the females. So that's how I got started. It, it became my addiction at the time and was 11 years. Um, I did modeling until 2013 when I ran into one of my friends who um, at the time was doing a show for SVU. And when I got accepted to do a role on there um, while I was on set, um, that's when it hit me. Um, and I was like, you know what, we all have a gift, and this is my gift right here, just being behind the stage and looking at everything and, and you know, seeing how everything works. I was like, wow, this is my gift. This is where I need to be at. And I've been running ever since. Um, in this industry for about 11 years now. That is awesome. You know, you hear a lot of uh, young African-American actors say how hard it is to get those roles. I mean, more so on the um, African-American female side, but is it like that for the African-American males that are um, coming into the industry? Uh, Yes. Uh, there are a lot of roles that are more equipped for Caucasian people, so it's kind of hard for African men and, and women uh, to get roles now. They're, I wouldn't say hard, but they're, they're I would say somewhat limited, but not really limited, but, you know, it's kind of in the middle of us um, African-American men and women to, to get good roles. Right, right. And how have you been able to really maneuver and, you know, kind of find your own way into really getting your foot in the door and really making it work for you? Do you have um, someone working? Well, of course you have someone that's working that's working with you. But, um, you know, what have you really been able um, to use as something just to get your foot in the door and say, you know, here I am, you know, and to actually get them to say, okay, he's the guy. What has really worked for you? Um, I think that's somebody working for me. Uh, working with me, not for me, and, and that is Jesus. He's been working with me for all this time, and uh, um, I'm blessed to, to uh, be under his, his blessings to get this far. Um, to answer the next question, I've been doing a lot of networking. Networking is, is the key. It, it, it's your engine. Um, so I've been getting a lot of those through networking, uh, just talking to people and, and letting people know, hey, I'm here, I got the job, I got the passion, and I want to keep doing it, you know, 
Um, and I just pray, you know, during that time that, you know, if I get an audition or I get the role, I just leave it to the man that says that, you know, that's my main goal is just to network with the right people to put me in the right places um, to get where I got to be at. Absolutely. And um, on your, um, I noticed, you know, you did mention um, Law and Order, which is hands down one of the best, TV dramas out there. I love Law and Order. I love the whole series. I love the whole franchise. I don't care if it's from the beginning to Criminal Minds. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, to um, Criminal Intent. Um, Criminal Minds is on my mind only because you look like um, Shamar Moore. <laughs> you look like him a little bit. And as soon as I saw your picture, I was like, you know what? He will be such a good cast. For criminal minds, that was my instant thought immediately. <laughs> right. But um, what was it like working on Law and Order? Um, of course, a lot of people, you know, uh, talk about um, SVU and Criminal Intent and all the rest of them. But what was it like for you, really working on that show? Oh wow, that's that's been my show since let me say since way back when you know way back in the day when they had the old white I mean the fat white guy and, and the white <laughs> detective. Um, it, that still um, is my all-time number one hands down show ever. Just to be on a show that I really love and I've been watching for almost two three uh, decades. Um, to sit behind it and, and see the director, you know, and see all the the cast um, on it, it, it was just a blessing and, and amazing. Wow, wow. Only because, you know, for me, um, you know, as a viewer, you know, I see how it has evolved. And, of course, a lot of other shows that has evolved just over the course of just time. But Law & Order seems to be one of those shows or a franchise that just has been just, I mean, is. It, it just hasn't gone anywhere. But, um, you know, is it something that you're really looking to do again? Law and order? Definitely. Yeah. Any kind of role law and I wasn't able to meet the full cast last time. Um, I yeah. see the girl, McCash, that's upset on name, right? She's been on there for so long. Um, I didn't yes. get a chance to meet her, but I would love, I actually got the chance to meet the girl, Maggie, from The Walking Dead. Um, she was oh, my God. It, so I, I got, love that show, I too. I got a, a chance to meet her and actually walk behind her during the scene. Um, but I would definitely love to get back on Law and Again, so I can meet uh, Ice-T and Maquette. Uh, if I'm saying that right, uh, I apologize if I'm not, but I would love to meet them again and just do another uh, small role or just another big corner role on there. Okay. Aaron? Are you there? Yeah, I'll start with the motion. Okay. I'm actually on the train right now going to LA for an audition for a BET um, network. Oh, okay. They got a, a bunch of shows. <laughs> they got a bunch of shows coming out on the They got in production, so it's a big major casting today. So that's what I said earlier this morning. It, it didn't really matter if you called, you know, if I called it out. Okay. I'm going to be up anyway. Okay, okay. You know what? I, I saw that you did um you did Veep, and what was that yeah. like? I I love that show too. Um, that cast was very friendly. Um, that's one of the funniest cast I've ever been on on set. Um, even as an extra, you know, they they all took their time up to come and thank everybody. 
you know, just for being there and, you know, and helping them make that, you know, that whole um, filming go great and, and, and smooth as possible. So um, that's the, one of the great cats I can speak hands down on. It was really funny. They actually took the time out to, you know, come out for their, their um, sitting area and, and come talk to people and just, you know, say thank you. So um, that, that was a, a good experience to, to have um, under my belt to say, hey, you know, these people, these other celebrities who are, you know, up there um, actually come down and, and thank, you know, a small-time actor, you know, just for coming out and, and you know, doing what we uh, are trying to do. Absolutely, and that is so important because, you know, it's like when you're on a movie set or on a uh, TV show set, you know, that is one of the things, you know, that that I have heard that, you know, a lot of young actors and actresses, you know, they're like, okay, well, I wonder what it was like for them, you know, not that I want to do it their way, but I wonder what it was like for them, and that is awesome that they really you know, really came and just spoke about, you know, just kind of talking to you guys. I just think that that's awesome. I want to ask you this because I do watch this on um, TV One for my man. Um, what was it like? Uh, uh, well, first of all, what was your role on that um, on that episode? For my man, I was the abusive boyfriend. I was the drug addict abusive boyfriend. Okay, what was that like for you to play that role? Because I know with some people, when they're doing certain roles, it's, you know, it's like, oh, my God, do I really want to do this? But what was that like for you? Um, that actually had to be the best uh, role I had to play because it really made me dig deep into a place where I really had to channel my um, craft and bring in this character out. Um, so, you know, dig it back into mem- old memories that, you know, that would – set me off, you know, I had to portray that in the character, but at least, you know, at the same time, tell myself it's only a character, you know, it's not real, but just make it, you know, believable enough so the artist can, can believe it. Um, that was one of my best hands-down performance. Um, I still get talked about, you know, about that show a, a lot, um, and uh, I just want to see if I can bring that perfection out in every audition for, or once set summon here until whenever I can't do this no more. Absolutely, absolutely. Because, you know, you often hear people saying, you know, oh, my God, I don't know if I could, you know, really play or, you know, kind of get into character in such a role where I am the abusive husband or the abusive boyfriend or the crazy wife or something. Because some people, it is very hard. But, you know, I do watch that series, and it's an eye-opening series just to see how real families have changed and what is, you know, those sorts of things, you know, how people's lives can just evolve into, you know, it can just spiral down. So I commend you for even playing such a role. Thank you. Those roles are not easy because they're, they're not scripted. So you're just you're just um, going as free will. So it's kind of hard to bring that out without knowing who the character is. You don't really get much of the character. There's no script. So you're just going, you know, freelance or off the trying to make this character believable. So it really touches your your ability inside. That how can you really bring out this 
abusive boyfriend or a drug addict boyfriend, you know, wow. to make that believable to the officer. And you really have to dig into your craft and it really takes time because I, I'm not that kind of person to be evil, but I really had to sit back by myself, you know, uh, in my car and, and really get tuned in with my character to, to really bring that out on set. Wow. And Nightmare Next Door, is that investigation discovery? That is correct. Okay, that's like one of my favorite channels, and <laughs> I have to say I've watched that channel quite a bit because I just love like the whole aspect of just investigating and just um, watching them catch like the bad people in general. But what was that like for you? Um, that was one of my first uh, major roles um, where I had to do ad lib. You know, it was off script again, uh, um, so. I didn't know much about the character. I knew um, at the time that he was he was just a stone cold killer. Um, so mm-hmm. really getting to that, um, the same as the TV one. I really had to dig deep. That was my first one. Well, I got the TV one, so that was a little bit more. Um, open, you know, that was a really new challenge for me to actually come on um, as a lead role, not knowing who this person is. There's no script. I had to you know dig deep um, and, and bring it out. So that was really fun. At the same time. Um, it was really challenging because I really had to play this guy who I'd never seen before, who I'd never heard about. There's no script, so I can't get a feel of, you know, wow. what this guy, you know, life is like. You know, it's like me and you talking, hey, you know, his name is Steve. He's a killer. Someone's got to him a killer. And, you know, you got yeah, five minutes. Yeah, but... So you're like, wow, wait, five minutes? I, I can't do this for five minutes. Like, I need more time because I'm not a killer. <laughs> I don't know what a killer looks like. But it, 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 it challenged me, and I, that's one thing I do like challenge. And I believe that's why I'm here in California Wow, okay, so I have to ask you, and I'm sure a lot of people ask you, how did you um, uh, get into, or how did you um, get into the Kevin Hart role, or I'm sorry, the movie Untouchable, how did you, how did that come about? Um, That I actually um, put the email and Somebody sent an email back and said, hey, um, would you want to be an expert on his show? You know, it's out in Philly, um, Kingston, Philly, on this day and this time. And I was like, yeah, like, I didn't even think, like, two seconds. I was like, yeah, send me the address right now. Even though I was supposed to go somewhere prior to that um, with a friend at Pittsburgh, I kind of, hey, you know, last minute, you know, I'm sorry, got to switch it up. Um, so that was exciting. I actually got to meet Kevin Hart uh, backstage. Um, I actually got in the least part three scenes with him, so I'm hoping that actually shows on the big screen. Um, you know, he, him, and the dude, his name is Brian. I don't know his last name, but he played on um, Second Bed of Walking People, um, all the stars of the movie. So sitting behind uh, the set and being able to talk to uh, opening, which is amazing, and, you know, they both said, you know, thank you guys for coming out. And they were very sad and shook our hands and gave us um, a little bit of wisdom, wisdom which I would take with me until, you know, I hopefully went into Brooklyn again. Wow. So can you elaborate more of how that experience was once you were on set and things just like that? On set with them, I, I feel like you can't explain it. You know, just being on set with, with somebody who... <laughs> You know, who's on top of the world right now, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Thing. Um, so be one step somebody who's, you know, at that platform and you're sitting right next to them, you know, you become speechless. 
Um, and, and then sometimes you think, like, this is so real, but, you know, this is the life I'm doing. And, you know, it, it builds up your confidence to know that, you know, these uh, these other actors are coming down to, you know, take their time up just to say two, three minutes of their time of encouraging words. It goes a long way. Um, just saying, hey, thank you for being on the set. You know, we appreciate you guys. You know, y'all keep doing what they're doing. That will go a long way for somebody in my position. Absolutely. And that is, you know, I mean, I've heard nothing but great things about him and how down to earth he is and how he just really talks to, you know, a lot of the uh, folks that are really trying to really get their foot in the door. And that goes a long way with a lot of people, I have to say. I mean, you know, you have a, you seem to have a really good resume. I noticed on your resume that you've done short films um, and things like that. So um, what is that like compared to doing a film film for you? Do you find that that to be a lot easier, or do you find it to be along the same lines? Uh, along the same lines. Uh, that, you can say along the same lines. Uh, short films kind of help you prep for um, the TV shows, you know, short films. Sometimes you may get lines, sometimes you may not get mm-hmm. actual lines, but it gives you the, the general idea of what you're getting into and how to be comfortable in front of a camera and, and speaking and, you know, and knowing your lines. And it really, it really sets you up for, you know, the next move. I, I totally agree. I mean, I mean, you were on shows like House of Cards, Veep, Law & Order, I mean, you can't get better than that. And and once again, I'm a fan of I love TV. I don't watch it a whole lot, but you know, I do record a lot of the shows and I have to say anyone that can get their foot in the door and get on any of their shows, you are doing something amazing because it's very hard out here. Yes, I think that it is it is very hard, especially when you don't have an agent or a talent manager, you know. And you're doing it by yourself. So I've been blessed, and, and I just want to, you know, say that again. I've been very blessed for four years. I've done 18 shows in four years. I think it's okay, um, but I, you know, I really appreciate other people seeing, you know, another side of that story. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just hope to take that uh, motivation and use it out here in California to do great and better things. Absolutely. What does your uh, family and your friends think about you really doing this, you know, and if, you know, when they see you on TV, because I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I know that person. So what has, what has, re- I mean, what have really been their response to, to you know, to your success? I mean, they're, they're all, um, they're all behind me 100%. Um, the film is unbelievable, you know, when you, Go with your friends and introduce to their friends, and they're saying, they don't even say your name to me, they say, hey, you know, this is my friend, Mr. You know, TV One, HBO, and people look at me, and you know, I'm like, I got that, that, that sex I think we lost Aaron. Something happened, I'm not really sure. Um, but hopefully he will call back in. <laughs> so I'm not sure what happened. I know he's kind of in route, um, but um, hopefully um, he will call back in. But, again, um, you guys, if you guys are just tuning in, we are speaking to um, actor, model, and spokesman Aaron Bell, and he is back with us. Hi, Aaron. Yes, 
hey, I probably got disconnected. Um, don't know how that's to, okay. But, no, um, that's okay. it happens all the time. That's okay. Don't even worry about it. But, but um, um, we were just talking about what your family and what your friends think about you doing this. I think it's spectacular yes. that anyone that can just take a risk like you and like others and just make it work. I think it's absolutely amazing. Now, I have another I I read where you do podcasting and you do a number of things. Tell us what you do on your downtime. Uh, on my downtime, uh, gym, space, uh, just anything fun, recreational, outside. Um, I use 95% of my time um, just networking. I go on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, anywhere where I, where I can um, perfect my, my craft and, and meet other people and just try to, you know, advance, you know, as much as possible. Try to take everything in, you know, while I'm still on this planet, I'm trying to get my hands into everything. So um, anywhere I can talk to anybody as far as social media, you know, talk on a podcast, wherever, um, that's why I do my downtime a lot. Um, I really don't care about social life because my life is directly trying to get, you know, to the top of the mountain um, in Hollywood. Uh, I know what I was talking about before we got cut off like that with my family friends, they're very supportive, and, and that um, feeling is just, just unbelievable when people look at you and they, they call you a, a celebrity or, or, you know, you can't, you know, you cannot look away from that, and it just, you know, gives you great, you know, humble um, and, and thrilling experience, and, and it just makes you want to push, you know, I'm out here in California, I've been here for about three weeks, um, I've been working my ups and downs because, you know, you've got to get out of your comfort zone to get your blessings um, way out of Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, but, you know, the, the support that, you know, DMV has been giving me through Facebook and, and, you know, through the phone calls and texting to friends and family, it, it keeps me going. And, and those, you know, it tells me that, you know, I can't stop because I have people who are actually, you know, looking at and they want to see me succeed versus seven. So um, I'm not going to stop just for, you know, DMV and, and my friends and family that are behind right. Absolutely. Now, I have a question for you now. You seem to be um, one of the guys that's just, you know, you are all about your craft. You are, you know, going to those auditions and things like that. What's your take on reality TV, and would you do it? No, reality TV. To me, personally, that's a quick way to sell your soul to the devil. Um, and I said it because you get on TV and you, and you expose yourself to everything and they let the world look at you. And at the same time, they're judging because what you're putting yourself on TV, like nothing hip-hop or, you know, stuff like that. I would never do that. Um, a lot of people have told me before I came to California, you know, hey, go to Atlanta or, or, you know, it's the Black Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know, go to New York City. And I'm like, I will go to New York City or California before I ever go to Atlanta because Atlanta is not what you know. It's who you know and what are you willing to do to get to where you want to be, and if it's selling your soul to embarrass yourself and your family and friends, then yeah, go to Atlanta and do that. But you got to know on the, on the flip side, what are you going to do once that stops? Because, you know, it's six months or a year or two years on that level of hip-hop, you know, Housewives and, and level of hip-hop Atlanta mm-hmm. in New York City is not running no more, then where do you go from there? That's like the difference catching an elevator versus taking a stairway to the top of the penthouse of the hotel when you jump in the elevator. It's going to be balanced to go up and down and stops. So when it stops, how do you rethink yourself to get the elevator? Or how do you fix that situation to get the elevator to keep going up to the top? That's why I look at the reality. At some point, it's going to stop. And when it stops, 
how do you keep yourself relevant in the industry? I totally agree because, you know, reality TV, you know, and I know some people do it just to, you know, as some of them say, just to get a kickstart, but, you know, sometimes, and then, you know, I hear it from the other side where, you know, folks get addicted to it and they just don't stop. And I've seen many, many of them on different reality TV shows. And I'm just like, wow, look at that, <laughs> you know. But um, what are you working on now, and what do you have coming up that we m- might get to see you in? Oh, um, well, today I'm going to the BBO. Today um, I have um, Korean movies coming up. That is a film that's being uh, done in New York and D.C. Um, this year. Uh, I'm supposed to be doing another movie. Um, called Kitty City that's in New York City this year. Um, and right now, uh, I'm going to be going to the most cut bed Sunday. I'm going to be on the BT Awards for the first couple of months trying to oh. network and do all that good stuff. So um, if I'm not on TV, and I know out of, out of the last couple of podcasts, I haven't said, you know, I've said the new shows. The last year, I just did with um, News TV. Um, copycat killers called Breaking Bad, where I play the SWAT team. Yes, I know that. Yes, so if I'm not on TV, then, then I'm doing a pod, I'm trying to get into a podcast. If I'm not getting into a podcast, then I got, you know, stuff that's working in the kitchen to tell you guys down the road, hey, this is the guy coming up. So I'm always trying to flip the script. I, I run my own empire, so I wear many hats. Um, so right now, I'm just trying to get back into the kitchen and, and, and cook up some more stuff so I can. Uh, present to y'all back home in D&D, what I have going on out here. Okay. Um, could you let us know where to reach you at and how we can keep up with what you're doing, like all of your social media pages and things like that? Yeah, social media. Y'all can follow me on Facebook, Aaron Showtime Bell. I have the same page on there. I do go live on there a lot, so make sure you follow me on there. I'm on Instagram, it's Mr. Showtime 3083. I'm also on LinkedIn, Bell, IMDB, and Twitter. I don't use it much, but it's Cali Finest 3083. I'm going to be starting to chat next soon. So when I get that, I'll let you know that I'm going to do that. I know social media is everything now, so I got to. Oh yeah. <laughs> Social media is everything. It's like it's like the driving force behind a lot of different things. But um Aaron, oh my gosh, thank you so much for taking the time to call in and talk to us and tell us all about what you have going on. And um you are invited back anytime. So anytime that you have something going on, please reach out and let me know because Anytime that you want to get on and promote something, we are here. This is the platform for it. So I really do appreciate you taking the time out to just talk to us and let us know who you are and what you're doing. Yeah, I definitely, definitely let you know, and I appreciate you having me on here. Absolutely. Well, I will let you go since you're on your way. And, again, thank you, and definitely good luck and enjoy your day. Thank you. You too. All right, everybody, that was Mr. Aaron Bell 
um, actor, model, spokesman. He was on his way to an audition, I believe. And, again, if you guys would like to reach out to him, this young, fine brother, hello, <laughs> uh, Facebook, Aaron Showtime Bell, reach out to him. If there's any roles that's out there that you think that he would be great for, not anything, you guys, movies, TV shows, again, reach out to this brother, talented, up and coming, doing his thing, wearing many hats. I can't say enough great things about him. So with that being said, this is your girl, the literary diva of Blog Talk Radio. Special thanks to our featured guest, Mr. Aaron Bell. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, you guys. He looks like a young Shamar. Look, I have to say, he looks like a young Shamar Moore. That's all I can say. But anyway, (laughs) he is darling, and he was very nice to just talk to and, you know, kind of get to know. So, you know, hopefully he will be coming back through and being on the show and telling us what all he has going on and what else he has been doing. But, um, again, thank you guys so much. And, again, thanks for listening in. And uh, we're always here. So if you guys would like to promote something as well, hit us up, literarydiva29 at yahoo.com. And we are always on Twitter and everywhere else. So, again, thank you guys so much. Happy Saturday to all of you guys out there listening, and God bless you guys.